Do you ever wonder what happened to your friends from high school? I mean, you were so close. You laughed together, you cried together, you shared some of the best years of your lives together, and yet, somehow through life, you just lost touch. Now it's time to relive those moments once again. Introducing the podcast that takes you back in time to the place where it all began. This is Class Reunion. We're bringing you all the gossip, secrets, and scandals from your high school days that you won't want to miss. Join us as we catch up with old classmates and dive into the wildest stories from our high school days. From those legendary parties to the infamous cliques, we're spilling all the tea on who's who and what really went down. So grab a seat, turn your volume up, and get ready for a trip down memory lane. Class Reunion, the podcast that reunites us all. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Class Reunion. I have with me a very, very special friend that goes back a long way. Dan Wagner is joining us today, and I have talked about a homecoming date, but Dan and I also went so we're going to talk about that in the picture of us as babies. But Dan, thank you so, so much for taking time today to, to catch up. I love it. Oh, my pleasure. It's great to see you. You too. You too. And we've cheated a little bit because we've kept in touch, which is very, very nice. And not frequently, but, you know, I was able to catch up with you, I think about what, a couple of years ago yep. or... So I was sort of like this anti-Facebook person for a while, and I still have to get rid of the political noise. But the fact is, it is a good way to reconnect with people. And then you can share cell phone numbers, you know, if you want to have a conversation. So it's been nice to, to catch up with you and hear about your, your family. So we're going to go to Groves, or no, we're going to go to Berkshire, because I was trying to figure out, like, you were a year older than me, but we became fast friends. And was it through Ski Club? Or, or, or what, or checking on you at Bavarian Village, or like, that's what I was trying to figure out. It really was, uh, I went to West Maple, so it wasn't ski club as much, but it did associate around skiing because it was a time I was chatting away with your mom one day and she said to me, you know, I really want to get some skis for Leanne. Okay, that's what I and, thought. It was you two. Okay. And I was working at Bavarian Village, still my favorite job I've ever had, selling skis and, uh, I knew what Leanne's Christmas present was going to be. Yes. So, you know, we got going that way. I don't know if we ever went skiing, but I remember I took your neighbor Nancy skiing one time. And uh, Yeah, I know. And that's why I did. I knew we, you didn't go to Berkshire, but I knew it was a ski club. And I had my name engraved on them. Yep. So that was like a big deal. And they were blue and... um yeah, so I think I think Nancy and I came to meet you there. My mom thought you were adorable. And, <laughs> but then is that how we connected and then caught up at Groves or how like Yeah, how, we we caught up at Groves more and uh, That's what I thought. You know, and it was funny cuz I uh became friends with some of the kids in your your year. Yeah. And um, you know, cuz we just overlapped yeah. by one. Right. And it was funny when I was working on our reunion, I hear about the El Eldridge Lane stories or something like that. <laughs> so, and I remember that you and Nancy were just down the street from each other. Yes. So. One house away. Yeah. 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 And and then Barb, uh, I mean, Barb, um, Beth and Becca Brownson mm -hmm. maiden names were right across the street from me. So, and, and we'll get to the reunion in a minute, but we, when they were sharing some trade secrets of how you did your 83 year reunion. I was like, I'm still borrowing from you two. So I borrowed clothes from them all the time. Now I'm borrowing templates. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been really fun, but, uh, but yeah, Elstring was a great street. There you go. There you go. So, so 
you worked at Bavarian Village and then you've loved skiing forever. Mm-hmm. Did you ever at one time want to move to like Colorado or because you, you love it so much? I didn't really necessarily want to move, but if I could do it over again, I would have taken a winter off from college and go out there oh. and live there and be a ski bum for a season and, and that type of thing. So, yeah. and I wish I did that. That's okay. the, the one thing that, you know, just go out there and have some fun. I have a handful of friends who have done that and some of them stayed a little longer than a year, but yeah. I think my parents were a little worried that I wouldn't come back. I, yeah, that would be true. But I just thought about that because Michigan's beautiful, but mm-hmm. you know, you really have to kind of go to Traverse City or, you know, go up to that area. We were what Brighton was our closest yep. little hill. And when someone's as good as you, I would imagine you'd want to have a little bit more of a challenge and powder snow. Yeah. And, it's uh, yeah. I will tell you, we have a second home up in Harbor Springs, Michigan. And if I could move, I'd move tomorrow. Oh. It's uh, it's just, it's my place. That's my, that's my place. I want to be. So. Oh, nice. So That's beautiful. We'll get to the, uh, the roadmap at the end here. So going back to, to Groves, you did just have the, the reunion, your 40th reunion. Mm-hmm. And I would love the contrast of what you thought were core memories. Like when you think back to high school, what you thought were core memories, but then going back, did it bring another set? There was a tour that you had in our high school. Did it bring back another set of things you had forgotten? You know, like it's going, there's two sets of memories, I would believe. It was, what's interesting, Leanne, is when I was growing up from like third grade through my senior year in high school, I never lived in Detroit area in the summertime. So I was always living in Northern Michigan all summer long. So I didn't have as many core high school friends as I did college. So interesting. And that's what was a little bit different where, you know, all these people are saying, I get in touch with this. You know, there are a handful of people I keep in touch with. But what I noticed about the reunion is there's a lot of people who, you know, we were friends in high school, but now we've reconnected where we can gain a a much more mature friendship that we're in our late fifties now. (laughs) Right. And um, what was interesting is there are people that I was never close to in high school that we really connected at the reunion. It was, and it was just wonderful. I can't tell you how many people said, I wish I went, you know, on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine. I wish I went. Thank you for everything you did. You know, we've got the, uh, the class of 83 oh, t-shirts. Nice. So we had very, the, very we nice. had these made and uh, you know, there's a lot of great memories from it. Yeah. And and I did want you on to also encourage our class too, because I think, you know, there comes a time when class reunions, I mean you take them or leave them, or the same people go all the time. But, you know, life is changing at this point. Mm-hmm. And so who cares about some of the clicks or or the little groups, or like you said, you didn't know everybody. It's kind of nice to go back at this stage in our life and talk about what's left. Right. Like, what are we going to do to make all, all of this make sense and have fun and create memories for for the next few years? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think this 40th is so important. I mean, God willing, we're, we'll make it to the 50th, but this is like a really good time to get the masses together right. in a larger forum. Well, I will tell you the one thing about the, you know, everybody, there are a lot of people out there who just did not enjoy high school. Yes. You know, so. I, I'm so shocked about that discovery. Like, yeah. I thought yeah, every time I call someone, they're like, ah, I really didn't like high school. <laughs> and, you know, there are parts that, that weren't my favorite. You know, I, I I make no moans about it. My favorite memories of high school was on the ski team. Yeah. So, and I had, actually had a ski team picture taken at a reunion. But what I tell people now is if you have any thoughts of not going, get rid of them because you're going to regret it. 
because what nice. what we did for it was four days I was know. some of the best times I ever had. Aww. You know, in terms of well, let me say the best times I've had this summer. You yeah. know, and it, it's funny because my wife did not go to it. You know, she yeah. she and I have kind of this rule that you know I would have loved for her to be there for about an hour, <laughs> introduce her show. This is my wife. I love her very my much. My beautiful and, wife. And yes. She'll say, "Okay, time to go let the dog out. I'll see you. In, I'll see you in a couple of days." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, but there were a lot of qualms about it, your nervousness. A lot of people mentioned they were nervous about it. And I will tell you, it, it turned out well. We actually had people calling us the day of the banquet asking if they can still come, Aww. you know, because they've heard what was going on pretty earlier in the week. And it just, you know, we had two people come from England. Oh, wow. We had a handful of people come from San Diego. Those were the farthest points. Okay. It was so much better than I ever thought it would be in terms of connecting with people. So for you to not have a core group in high school, this is really nice to expand, like you said, even friendships from beyond college. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is the people who are on the committee with me, we had 10 of us. Mm -hmm. We had monthly calls. A few of them were pretty close, but for the most part, I wasn't really close to any of them. Mm -hmm. But it kind of worked out better that way, that we just kind of worked on it together and everything. So it was, it was wonderful. I, I don't think we'll ever pull off what you did. You worked on it for two and a half years. We're going to try to do that in, in a year's time, but mm-hmm. I can't wait to have you hear the feedback from our class too, because yep. I'm hoping we, we get that same response. So going back to the tour of the school, it, it had, it had to probably conjured up a memory you had totally forgotten. Yes. No. <laughs> I walked in the office and I saw where your mom's desk was. Oh, so yeah. But the especially the athletic area is totally different. Okay. So it really is. The pool is not the pool is not the pool anymore. I think the the old pool we had is now the band room. And right. There's a, there's a lot of more athletic facilities and that type of thing. It was interesting going to the library because there's not that many books in there anymore. True. So. Nobody has a card catalog anymore. <laughs> right, right. But what was kind of neat is when I was a senior in high school, I won the Parents Award for the ski team. The plaque, okay. the plaque is still up. Oh, my gosh, so Dion. Anybody who's won the Parents Award since the early 80s, your name is still up there. Oh, that's so very cool. It was it was neat. It was neat. So, And we went to homecoming when you were a senior. I think I was just out of Urchin. college because I stayed local for my first year. I think you were a senior. Oh, um, no, because I went to homecoming with Rich in my senior year. And so I think you are, it was one year. Okay, I think so you I was a senior. My junior year. Okay. Yeah, we looked quite adorable. Ab- if I absolutely. Say so myself. Absolutely. Everybody's sitting in front of the fireplace and doing those photographs like you do. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, and I forgot what car you drove. Well, I had a little Plymouth Sapporo, which was this little red car. Okay. But I'm hoping I, I brought my dad's grand marquee or something like that. No, you did. <laughs> yeah. no, you did. So, yes, you did. It was fun. Going a little bit of a style. Of yes, yes. And you went to Central. Yes. And joined a fraternity, Theta Chi? Uh, the, or, correct. Okay. Whoop. Hold that one. There you go. And um, you were president, actually, I believe. I was. I was president my last year up there. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, you learn a lot. That's a huge honor. It was. It was. And uh, when I was elected, it was not, you know, I kind of beat the guy who was vice president at the time. And uh, we were all very close and everything. And then I was elected. So it was, it was, it was something I learned a lot about running a pseudo business while still having a good time. Right. So. And then uh, do you go up for all of the reunions? of? You know, and I keep in touch with a handful of guys down here. Um, we don't longer have a chapter up there. 
So we do not have a chapter at all. And um, oh, so there's not a house. Is that to a little controversy to. or what happened? Oh, I guess they got in a little fight with another fraternity with baseball bats or something. So they did a bad thing. So what year was that? Mid nineties, mid to late nineties, I think. And that's kind of yeah. That's kind of like now I can see that. Yeah. Now <laughs> I'm surprised a lot of people aren't banned. But boy, what was okay? I don't interesting. Know, I don't know the whole story about it. I just I said to the president, Simon, I said, you know, things can happen with the university. I was very frustrated they lost the cha the charter from the national fraternity. Oh, so wow. we've looked at getting it back going again, but Central Michigan isn't too open to it. Yeah. Yeah, so. understandable. I'm I'm sorry about that because you did such great things. I know you did. You know what? We have a uh, a weekly fellowship call with some of the guys, and uh, so oh, we, wow. we do catch up on that. And then you know, just over Labor Day weekend, I was over to Fraternity Brothers' house, and about ten of us, about three of the ten were came in from out of town, and so we still get together quite a bit. So nice. Mm -hmm. And I just mentioned to Dan before we got on, I will be in Indiana this coming weekend for the Fighting Irish CMU game with my best friend, Nancy Royal from high school. So very, very excited. And I've not been to that campus. So I'm looking forward to seeing. You uh, will seeing enjoy that, that campus. campus. Fire up chips. Yeah, I, I have my sweatshirt for sure. Good, good. <laughs> so where did you meet your wife? My wife and I met at work. Um, oh, okay. She and I worked at Aetna. So okay. I was 35 when I got married. So okay. we were both a little bit older. So uh -huh. we uh, met at work and worked together for about two years. And then we, I went a separate way with another company. And it actually worked out better because we weren't talking about work 24-7. Right, so, right. But we've been married just 22 years now. That's wonderful. Yep. And been to Ireland. I saw those oh, photos. What so a, that's beautiful. My wife is very Irish. In fact, her birthday is St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> that's fantastic. So the entire world celebrates my wife's birthday. <laughs> I love it. And I just noticed that you, when did you go? Um, what year? We just last May. Just last May. Mm -hmm. And then now if your classmates, yep. like Kristen and, Kristen and Kathy yeah, Spencer are there. They're in Ireland right now, kissing the same yep. Blarney stone that you, you have pictures of. It's so funny. Absolutely. So. Oh, gosh. And then you have two boys. Yes. The, uh, Stephen is 29 now and Jacob is 21. My wife and I adopted them out of foster care. Okay. So when we got, when they came to live with us, Jake was three mm -hmm. and Stephen was 10. So it uh, is one of my friends said, you know, you, you didn't have to deal with diapers, but you jumped right on the tre the treadmill going fast with a 10 year old. So. Right. And, and can you walk me through that? I had, um, uh... Jennifer Berkemeyer on, she talked about her adoption through Haiti mm -hmm. and I had shared my adoption story. I think I may have talked to you about that on the phone. Uh, it, it didn't go through. I had my son and then I wanted to have another child mm -hmm. um, bypassing the remarriage and, uh, <laughs> and it, and it didn't work. And so foster care was one of the uh, later options described to me that I could do. I had already spent two years, so I, I didn't do it, but was that the route that you wanted to do knowing it could lead to adoption or were you doing foster care and, you know, they were not our foster kids. They were in foster care. Oh, okay. But my wife and I looked at every Avenue and was work, 
you know, that nobody ever told us we could not have children, but right. it just didn't work out. And uh, we started looking at adoption. I have three nephews who are adopted. So my, okay. my, my family's been part of this for quite some time, but we got a call one day from friends and, you know, said their neighbors are fostering these two kids. We thought, well, do we want... Then we got a call from another friend of ours who's not, they're not common friends, who mentioned the same two kids. Mm. So we went and met them and they were wonderful. Unfortunately, that one didn't work out, but we were in the system with Oakland Family Services. And they called, we said all along, we take somebody who's five and under. And okay. we got a call about Jacob, who is three. Stephen is his biological brother. Okay. So we were not going to separate them. No. And no. Um, if that didn't work, we were starting to look at international. Okay. So. But prior to actually taking them and, and adopting them, did you foster how many? Did you have? Oh, we, did, we never fostered anybody. Oh, it just happened that yeah, quickly. They were living with a woman who fostered several kids. You know, okay. she, was, she was wonderful. Wow. And, um, so the, and do you stay in touch with that program? Like, did you ever uh, be a resource for other families? Or I probably should have connected with you at that at that time. We had, but I, the one thing I told I've told people is don't commit to one thing. Like mm -hmm. somebody says, "Well, I'm working with this place." I say, you know what? Work with several places. Mm -hmm. I will tell you mm -hmm. the funniest thing, and people will laugh at this: is you do a photo album about yourself. It's tough to find fun pictures where you're not. You don't have a cocktail in your hand. <laughs> like we're, we're going, and being Irish. Yeah. So. <laughs> we're going through it. Wait a minute. We're drinking here. Oh, we're drinking there. We're, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, now everybody's right. going to go through your old pictures and you're going to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> right. How can we Photoshop some, some milk in there? Yeah, that's so true. You know, like we, they wanted a picture of the bedroom we're going to have for the kids. So we went over to a friend's house and took a picture of their kid's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So. I remember doing the home study and I removed all my liquor. I mean, I didn't have a lot, but like I, I took it all out of the house and put it in the back of my car just to make sure there just wasn't any evidence yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So. Oh, funny. I always say that it's an interesting thing that you go through because there is such a judgment on your capabilities and everyone else who by the grace of God gets pregnant, it doesn't mean they're any better parent. They just aren't quizzed right. about it. Like, can you imagine if uh, during the nine months you had to have these evaluations? Mm -hmm. Like it, it's, it's a tough process. And I always look at us as, you know, unique people that are, are willing to do that. Yeah. It's um, I will tell you, there was definitely some challenges, but overall there, it's a blessing that we have both the boys and everything. It's, you know, when people say, well, what's different about it? I said, well, I never got to name my child. Oh, you know, I never got to do that. I never got to be in a delivery room type of thing. So, you know, yeah. there's things you give up for that, but you know what? In in the long run, I, you know, these boys have a great home and yes, you know, they're having, I'm hoping that they prosper in this community and everything. So. No, for sure. They're they're definitely doing so well from from when you first got them, and mm -hmm. nothing can prepare you for what they're bringing from their their life, right? So my biggest issue with my twenty nine year old, he's a snowboarder, not a skier. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that right there, yeah, that's like Michigan, Michigan State, yeah, as far exactly, as I'm concerned. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, and then you talked about um, Harbor Springs. Is that the family's place, or did you get? 
your own or well, there's nothing like taking kids up north. I mean, you and I both know that oh, from yeah. being in Michigan. It's like if you can have a place up north, I never would have probably left. Yeah. But. My parents built a house at Shaney Creek in the 70s. Okay. So from the time I was seven years old on, I was going up north a lot. And like I mm -hmm. said, from third grade to 12th grade, I lived there all, all summer. My mom would live up there with the three youngest kids and my dad would come up every weekend and, uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I feel I had a little motorcycle. You know, I took driver's ed up there. You know, I oh, did you really? Oh, yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I did driver's ed up there and, and all of this. So, and then my wife, um, Maureen, is you know, she kind of said, you know, what about our own place? I said, well, what's wrong with this? She said, well, mm -hmm. that's not ours. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. in 2005, we got a house in Harbor Springs. And, wow. Uh, you know, it's just a little ranch. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, 10 minutes from the ski hill, 10 minutes from the golf courses. You've got Petoskey and Harbor Springs right there. And, you know, it's funny. I ran into people from high school all the time up there. Oh, I, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a sanctuary. I was up in Traverse City in August for a, a birthday, two birthdays. Mm -hmm. And we went, um, and I had been up hundreds of times, but I had not done the wineries. So the hillside and the views at each of these wineries was breathtaking. Mm-hmm. And then wine, not so much, kind of too sweet for me, but it was still gorgeous. And then we went to Leelanau, which I had oh, been to. It had been, been a number of years. And here we are talking about Tim Allen having a place there. And who walks right up to us with his dog and his daughter, but Tim Allen. It, it, it was like, it just was perfect. And he just was unassuming, you know, walking to his car. He had had lunch in Leelanau. And I was like, this is the life. You mm -hmm. can live up here. And no one bothers you. It's just beautiful. Yep. It, it really is. It's, uh, you know, I was going up the trail and I said, what's the biggest difference about when you move up north? He said, I can watch the news up here and it won't be depressing every time. You know, and so you just think about that. It's yeah. this time in my life, I'm ready to move up there. When I was 35 or 40, probably not. You know, so. Yeah. And so speaking of that, do you feel you have a handle on like, I want to work up until this time or? Not not there yet. My youngest is a COVID graduate of 2020. So okay. he stayed local for three years, got a mm -hmm. lot of his prerequisites out, and then just transferred to Michigan State. Okay. So when he's done with school, which we're thinking two, to, two and a half to three years, that's why I'm hoping to be done working. Okay. That's awesome. That's great. I'll be working for forever. But my wife just so. ordered all, everything for a new bathroom and a laundry room, so maybe we'll <laughs> Okay, so talk about having the the COVID situation. What was that like with having your son there with, with school? Did you see any repercussions of of having that time at home and not being with friends and graduating? And that, that was really tough. I have a couple friends that you know kids went through that, and I just it it is what it is. There's nothing you can do and mm -hmm, take it back, mm -hmm. but it changes that that time their memory. A lot of the kids, um, and I'm speaking of having a son. Yeah. Once they lost spring break, mm. they were kind of like, okay, that's the worst thing. Now, um, it was a bummer. He didn't go to prom. I don't know if he would have gone anyways. Okay. You know, they had a drive-through graduation with, you know, I said, well, if it was regular, it'd be two hours long. He goes, well, I kind of like the drive-through. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, I was never diagnosed with COVID. I'm sure I probably had it. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, my wife was diagnosed once. And we really didn't change our life lifestyle in the house, mm -hmm, you know, because mm -hmm. you, you really couldn't. It's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, 
it's it, that's a whole controversial subject, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's you know, I I still never understood. You know, you got the mask up, but you can walk. I I don't know. You can eat and be in the restaurant, but then you have to go to the bathroom with it on. But we're all still at these tables. I don't know. We all did our best. It is what it is. But I'm not ready to go back to that again. No. Uh, And I I did, I did feel my heart ached for people that, you know, the kids were graduating, but I, Hey, if you like the drive-thru, it's probably not bad. The part that bothered me is I was looking through when we were playing in the reunion, some old pictures at my graduation, you know, Mm -hmm. I think you graduated out at Meadowbrook as well. Mm -hmm. He he didn't have a chance to have pictures taken with his friends for graduation. That's one thing, you know, but, uh. You know, I actually went to your graduation because they were, you know, that we did cross over. Yep. And so um, it was a lot of friends and you were one of them yep. that was graduating. So it was a beautiful, beautiful place to have the graduation. It really was. It really was. So, And then um, I'm going to go to Pine Knob and I can only say that now because it's back to being called Pine Knob where we had all of our concerts. Always was. I, I know. I right? never changed it. Never called it DTE. <laughs> But if you were up north in the summer, did you miss that? Like, all of my summer memories are going to Pine Knob. We, we get the schedule in the newspaper, and we take off and go. We, I went to a few. I remember okay. Beach Boys was always Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Uh-huh. And, um, but here's the thing. We had Castle Farms up north. Which was okay, so you theater. had your own. I saw the police there. I saw Bob Seeger there once. I saw Ario Speedwagon. I mean, wow. Kind of embarrassed. I saw the Go-Go's. Hey. <laughs> but um, it wasn't quite the... Catchy tunes. Yeah, there you go. It wasn't quite the Pine Knob of it all and everything, which, you know, we had that. But I did miss a lot of Pine Knob. And what's funny is I've been back to Pine Knob several times the last five or six years, but to older concerts. Last year, I saw Lover Boy. Oh, was it Lover Boy? Sticks and REO, you know, last summer. And it was just, it was really cool. Well, Sticks has a special place in my heart just because, you know, that era. Mm-hmm. But then um, Julia Horde Johnson, you know, that was her, her love of Tommy Shaw. Yep. And so forever we have connected on on sticks and yeah he he was our dreamboat she had a poster in her bedroom and i think that's probably where we practiced our kissing i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i will tell you that um i was in the fourth row for the last jimmy buffett concert upon up i was gonna bring him up oh my gosh so we we just had this past weekend um ironically we were talking about really great concerts that we went to when we were young and we were all sharing jimmy buffett and the the pools of sand and like people were so creative in their tailgatings there's nothing like a parrot head and so we ironically had planned a party lot for this past weekend to do a jimmy buffett dinner party you know mm-hmm. just have fun and play all of his musics and then he passes away so i hope we weren't wishing that uh, to make it a tribute party but we had so much fun i think i went to paradise and i never came back yeah. i was not feeling the greatest the next morning but you forget the ballads that he sang mm-hmm. like he had some beautiful beautiful songs oh, aside from the classics but the guy was just everyone's friend played big venues, small venues. You know, I'm sure if he was at a barbecue, he would just play on his own. Like there's just, 
the photographs that people shared when he passed away that were outside of the concert where they met up with this guy mm -hmm. and just played was incredible. I will tell you what's funny is my biggest letdown of a concert where I was excited to go, but it was just wasn't that good. It was actually a Jimmy Buffett concert. And would, oh. would you like to know why? Yeah. It was inside. You can't oh. see Jimmy Buffett inside. It was inside the palace. You got to be outside for Jimmy Buffett. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no way. Uh, did you tailgate, though, at least outside? No, it was February. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's a bummer. But That's a bummer. Then you see him in the summertime. It's the best concert you go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. And the Lions, um, speaking of the palace, I'm going to the Ford stadium which is gorgeous i'm going to be there in october and trying to get some tickets but what a season already like i just feel like that that coach is finally gelling with the players the owners and coaching it's like all together finally what's interesting is they were talking about this on the radio that sheila ford i, I yes. can't remember her married name people are asking her for her autograph oh wow you know who who has the owner for their autograph well because the longest time i don't think an autograph is what we were yeah and she um <laughs> my wife was listening to a podcast or something about her and she she said that she'd always want to work for the nfl mm. and you know it was a male dominating place back in the 70s and 80s but she mm. is she brought a new breath of fresh air into this and I just hope they keep it going because if they don't, yeah, this town's no, going to be I, devastated. I, I know. I know. But I, I really, I don't know. I just kind of sense it. You know how you just kind of can see the teams who, who will probably, I have some trivia for you. So uh, in my class, John Wass, mm -hmm. his wife was working with the Pistons cheerleading team mm -hmm. and she was super instrumental in being the coach and bringing the cheerleading team to the lions remember how they had high school girls at their team you know forever yep. in each quarter you know they'd rotate and so she really brought that cheerleading squad to detroit which is something we haven't had in so long and then john's daughter is in her second year being a cheerleader there oh that's so it's kind of comfort isn't that cool it is yeah it, it, it is and what's seen about is a girl i work with the blue cross or used to work with she was a cheerleader the first two years i had the cheerleading team Oh, neat. Yeah, so they so. must know Rebecca. Yeah. Steph yeah. Stephanie's married, a mother now, and well off, but she was well on her way from that. But she was there for two years, the first two years I had. Oh, her. cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, I will uh, not take up your whole day here, but I love the trip down memory lane because, like I said, you were such an instrumental part. Like, I loved your friendship. I had a great time going to homecoming. Mm -hmm. And just the connection with the with the skis is something that I will always remember because I remember receiving them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you you kind of taught me to love skiing and, and I, I did it for a number of years. So I thank you for that because it ended up being such a part of my time in Michigan. Yeah. I will tell you, Leah, just this kind of snowball from talking about the reunion. Yes. You felt a little bad after that one escapade after the Buffett party. Wait till the morning after the reunion. <laughs> Well, I think that's why we're going to narrow it down and not do it five days. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, we heard about uh, the after parties at the hotel and everything. Yeah, I think we And again, you know, I like your positive response, how it even surprised you how much fun you had because you were working on it. But then to seeing all the efforts come together, mm -hmm. I hope it encourages my class to to also come and enjoy it and 
you know, walk away with some special memories that you had unexpectedly yeah. because that's what it's all about. I was actually in charge of the memoriam where we have 21 fallen classmates mm -hmm. and we put together just short of nine minute video honoring those people with their legacies. You know, mm -hmm. like we have pictures of what their kids look like today and that Ooh. type of thing. And it was people were clapping for them and there were tears and, but overall, it was just so well received. We have a, a guy named Paul Parente, who was a professional trumpet player, played a couple mm -hmm. songs during that. So, you know, it wasn't all, you know, it was celebrating their lives. It wasn't yes. just celebrating ours. And you know what? I hope you can make this happen. We had three teachers there. Yes, we've been we've been pursuing that yeah, as well. We were hoping so. to get more, but we, we've got three. Mrs. Katitas did some dancing. Yes, I saw the dancing. And everybody said Miss Mrs. Slaughter was their favorite teacher. So yes, she, she was a big hit. So, and uh, and who else did you have? You know, I it was a for, it was a French teacher, and I had never took a foreign oh. language. So I don't remember her name, but there's pictures on the Facebook. And you know, you and I talked a little bit about Facebook and everything. That was probably the key to making this happen. You know, yeah. the, the communication it was helpful with that, and that was the key. And and with you're, you're bored that you put it together. You just have fun with it. Oh, we are so you know? far. I mean, it's it's been it's been a good group, and we're having fun already. And and whoever else can continue to join and support, uh, we look forward to their help. But but we've you know we've already done a pretty good job of just. But your class was instrumental, so um, like I called you and, and mm -hmm. talked about it, and I mentioned Beth and Becca Brownson, and each have their new married names, but. They were so helpful and uh, really got us off the ground to get moving. And so I'm hoping that our first week in August in 2024 is close to what you were able to pull well, off. Well, you never know. You might have a party crasher or two. I would love it. I would lo <laughs> You'll be my homecoming day just a different different uh, year. Yeah, 40 years <laughs> later, huh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, give your best to your wife. And I love that you spent time with me today. I thank you so, so much. Oh, it's quite and, all right. Uh, we, we enjoyed it. If you have any questions about the reunion, do it. And, uh, you know, we wear special lanyards and the T-shirts and everything. So everybody's got some memories from it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. And you have a great rest of the week. All right. Take care of yourself. Thanks, Dan. All right, friends. That's it for this episode of Class Reunion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show, write us a review, and share this podcast with a friend. Until next time.